So in this episode, I'm going to talk to you if you're having a bit of a bad day. So go get a tea or a coffee. I'm just got mine, so I've got a coffee. Um, look, if you're having a bad day, don't worry about it. Everything will blow over and a solution will always come. All I can suggest is get in a really good feeling space and have love in your heart, you know? So whatever you're going through, try and find appreciation towards yourself and try and feel love within yourself and get in a better feeling space. I can guarantee when you're in a better feeling space, good things happen, you know? And I want you to look at your lifestyle a bit and I'll be really open with you. I um, I said this in a previous podcast. I um, reconnected with an old colleague and we both had the same bad experience with a company that we work for. And anyway, as delicious as it is, what? <laughs> as delicious as it has been to get it off our chests, I've noticed the last two days I've re-triggered my body because everyone was ill there. Everyone had stomach ache. Like, hello. Well, the CEO is a parasite, so I'm not surprised. But I got re-triggered. I haven't slept well. I feel burdened. I feel really negative. And I'm like, oh, I've been in that space too long. Okay. So look, things are going to come in life. Bills are going to be unexpected. People are going to flip the switch. You're going to think you're in something really nice and then suddenly they're a dick. Um, People are going to hurt you. Things are going to happen. But that's okay. Don't swim in it too long. Don't swim in it. Make a decision. Get out. The great thing about you is that you get to decide how long you are in vibrations for. You know, it's not worth it. It's no surprise that I have been swimming in this low vibration for about two days. And then this morning I woke up to a problem. And I'm like, how am I going to find that problem? Like, how am I going to, what? Like, it feels overwhelming. But I'm like, ah, you know what? Get back into center. Get back into your frame. If there's one thing that humans can do, it's solve problems. Look at evolution. We are one giant problem solver, solving machine. You can do it. You can do it. So just get back into a good feeling space. Exercise, move your body, and you'll find solutions. I had, um, well, I have a client. She won't mind me telling you this. I won't give her your, her name. She has problem after problem after problem right now, and it's not good. And I said to her, relax, take your foot off the gas, and get into a better feeling space. We had a session yesterday and she has all the solutions. She has solutions she didn't even think of before. Because when you're in a path of less resistance, the information can come, the solutions can come, the downloads can come. Think of it like this, two wires next to each other, two copper wires. One is resistant, it's angry, it's anxious. So there's a lot of kinks in this wire. The other wire couldn't give a shit really really straight wire whatever who cares path of no resistance now you put an electrical pulse on those wires and i can guarantee that that electrical pulse when it hits the wire that's kinky is going to jump across to the one which is straight and low resistance no resistance sorry because it needs electricity needs to go easily and effortlessly right now look at our bodies 
it has been scientifically proven that our heart is pumped by our brain. So our brain tells our heart to pump and to work and to do its job. Our brain is made out of cells. Our cells are made out of atoms. There's another few things after the atoms, a sub-something atom and then something else. Ultimately, when you keep uh, looking at what those things are made out of, the very basis of everything that we are made out of is energy. Atoms are made out of energy. So if you can get your body and your mind in a no resistance, I don't give a shit vibe, the information will come. The solutions will come. It will flow. If you're tense, angry, shame, stressed, you're gonna, it's, it's gonna be harder to listen to and it's gonna be harder to get the information. And right now, if you're having a bad day, you need information, sweetheart. You need to know what to do and where to go. So you can be sitting there praying until the cows come home, but if you're stressed, you're not gonna hear. Or you can sit there and just relax and say, meh, whatever, and you'll get a solution. Things work in your favor when you're calm and relaxed, you know? So just think of it like that, okay? Let me just take a sip of my coffee. I looked at this problem this morning and I thought, meh, I don't care. I need to get into a better feeling space. So I've got a coffee and um, I'm sitting down like, I don't care. It will sort itself out, always does. It always does. So one of the things that I see reoccurring when I deal with clients and I see people who are like, you know, like the CEO who's a parasite and I see other people who are just fighting all the time with people and having a hard life. They all have one thing in common and they have an angry or broken heart. And most of the time it's an angry heart, you know. Well, angry heart will come from a broken heart, but anyway, it's it's not good. <laughs> Hello, I know heart surgeon, but that ain't good. And it causes behavior and perception to create a hard reality for them and a hard, difficult landscape. So they're fighting all the time and they're trying to, you know, gain leverage all the time and they're arrogant. There's one thing I really can't stand, it's arrogance. If you're really good at what you do, I love the fact that you are proud of it and you're owning it, but there's a big difference between you being good at what you do and actually you think you're good at what you do. There's a big, big distance there. There's one thing I can't stand about arrogance is it's the piousness, it's that I'm better than you and I'm gonna weaponize it. That's disillusionment. I don't, I don't like ego one bit because it comes from an angry heart. If someone has a kind heart, they will treat you really well. And it's interesting, but it's not surprising that on reflection, when I've dated people, I've had a really difficult life, by the way. I will never go through it because I don't think you'd want to hear about it. I'll probably say little bits, but I, because I have a really good big heart, I've realized that I've dated a lot of people who don't. And of course, they will attract each other because I will want to look after them and they will want to lean on me. But it's created a situation where it's almost killed me, to be honest. So it's not worth it. And the level of disrespect that I've got from people with an angry heart is unbelievable. I won't even tell people now I'm gonna separate from them or I'm not gonna to talk to them. 
See ya, I'm off. I just cut that cord because I can't be asked with the argument. I just can't, you know, and the level of disrespect is horrible. You know, I've been treated so badly and um, as we all have, as we all have, and, you know, it gets to you, doesn't it? And it starts to weigh in on your self-esteem. But don't worry, just separate yourself from the trash, re-collaborate, get in a good feeling space and start to enjoy a few things. And remember to be the path of less resistance. No kinks, no arguments, no worry, no anxiety, no depression, nothing. Be perfectly still. Out of nowhere, a solution will come. Like my client, she said, oh my God, I didn't think of this, blah, 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 blah. And I don't want to tell you the story, but it's like she started reeling off all this stuff and I'm like, well, there you go. You've got about 10 different solutions now and all of them will work. She totally forgot about these things because she was so fixated on trying to survive and worrying. You know, if you want to be a beautiful person, you need to calm down. If you want a beautiful life, you need to calm down. If you want to have a little twinkle in your eye and glow, you need to calm down. Don't get dragged in to the narcissistic, parasitical or whatever, parasitic. I love it how I make words up. Shall I just keep going? Uh, the parasites, <laughs> the narcissistic framework that they're in. Because, let me tell you something, I saw something incredible, and I don't know the lady's name, and I didn't grab it, so I can't give her a shout-out. But this isn't my work, this is hers. She said, if their need for negativity is stronger than your ability to stay in your frame, then you have to leave, because they will drag you down. And I realised in that job that I had, those parasites need to be queen bee to be narcissistic to pretend that she is some boss bitch celebrity i mean honestly the photo shoots she put herself on was ridiculous it was ego 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 all the time as she created misery loves company she created a toxic environment where everyone's ill now her need to be center of attention and the victim of everything far outweighed my ability to stay in my calm frame because it was drama after drama after drama. I removed myself very quickly from people who don't listen or want solutions. I'm more than happy, if you've got a drama, I'm more than happy to say, oh, okay, well, have you tried this? And if they don't want to listen, I think, right, you actually like staying in your negativity because I'm giving you a solution. Now, you and me know, sweetheart, that when you have had enough and you're on your knees and you're broken, you want solutions. So these people are not broken. They are very good at acting. Okay, so just remember that. When, like, you're looking for a partner, or rather your partner looking for you, that's the attitude, isn't it? That's the attitude. Um, when you're kind of dating, look at what their needs are is their need for drama negativity i you know stronger than you stronger than your ability to stay in in a calm place you know i went on a date like about a year ago and it was a she and i realized every time we went on a date there was drama the she'd go to the bathroom she'd come back she'd go oh the doorman is after me he was chatting me up and then she'd go um you know she rang her friend. Oh, my friend needs me. Oh, that's weird because you rang her. 
I realised that it was a performance every single time we met. It was the her show. And I found that really distasteful and I didn't like it. But I realised, again, her need to be centre of attention will completely exhaust me. I was exhausted. I think I went on three dates with her. And I was like, yeah, this is an absolute no. I mean, God forbid anyone, you know, bring you a little gift or some flowers or something and say, you know, this is a really nice evening. Thank you for your time. I mean, what happened to that? Where did that go? Come back. Come back. I love really sweet things. When someone is not ego, they'll be vulnerable. And you can be vulnerable with me. Like, I'm safe. I love that stuff. And I'll let you know. My God. You'll be getting cuddles for for years being like that. If you come in and you think you're the queen bee, uh, no thanks. I ain't got time for that energy. It's an energy. It's not even well deserved. I mean, this woman I went on a date with, she wouldn't even give anyone the drippings of her nose. She has done nothing for nobody apart from drama, drama, drama. And she talked about her ex a lot, which I thought was quite rude. But I knew straight away, because everyone dates everyone nowadays, don't they? So she was with a he and... Um, by the sounds of things, he was a broken man. And I'm not surprised. Not surprised. I bet nothing filled that girl and I bet nothing fulfilled her. You know, you don't want that. You don't want that. That that kind of person will make you sick. You know, find someone and find people and find a place of work and find something and just keep filling your life with all these delicious things that make you feel really good. If I may, I'll tell you about my life a little bit, if it helps. So there's one thing I really realised, that once you let one shit person in your life, you've tolerated them and you're tolerating them. That sends a very strong signal that you tolerate shit people. That shit person will know other shit people and they'll insist that you meet them. Then you've let two people in. And then three, before you know it, your life is full of shit people and they all know each other right? It's like having a bath. You're in the bath and you think, oh, wouldn't mind a bit of a cold tap going on. So you put the cold tap on, but if you allow more cold tap and more cold tap, then you're bitching and moaning. You're in a cold bath. You've let too many in. Don't let one in. Just don't, you know? You'll have a really bad experience. So what you tolerate, one thing that you tolerate will dictate more of that thing. So... Okay, so let me tell you about my life a little bit. I'm a very wholesome person and I've come from a situation where, well, I've come from a life of stress. I'm not going to lie. That's why my body doesn't produce a lot of cortisol. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I'm so slow. (laughs) It's just brilliant. I'm like Benjamin Button. I'm like aging backwards. Um, I don't think the plastic surgery helps, but anyway, so it's like... I wake up in the morning and at the moment I have the absolute pleasure of getting up when I want. Now I used to have six, five hours sleep, five, sorry, five, six hours sleep of that. I was very productive. I had this routine. I'd work out at 6am. I'd do this and I was very stressed. So I started to come out of that nervous system and now I don't let any technology in my bedroom, no phone or anything. It's in the other room. I have this little travel travel uh, what travel alarm clock and it's super cute 
and it's opposite my bed and then I just know what time it is but I'd be going to bed at 10 o'clock and I'm waking up at 8. This is luxury. I'm having 10 hours sleep and the nightmares are going, um, the restlessness is going, the feeling of um, loneliness, emptiness, um, that's all going and I feel really, really good. So I'm tolerating good sleeping pattern, I'm tolerating good behaviour. Then what I do is I get up, my nutritionist will kill me for this, but I have a coffee. She says, don't have coffee first thing. I have coffee first thing. I know, shoot me now. So I'll go and have a coffee and I'm a little bit rattled and I'm a little bit overwhelmed because my life, I rely on myself and nobody else. So my life is, you know, I don't have that backup. So if anything happens, I can't get ill. I can't have two weeks off work, what the hell, you know? So I have to look after myself and I get a coffee and I come back to bed and I'm just waking up and I'm just enjoying. And I have this absolute wonderful situation where I have these really big windows. So I open the curtains and I watch nature. Honestly, I've got these trees outside my window and it's like nature galore. I feel like David Attenborough, it's great. And then I learn Arabic. I've got a little app that I do Arabic every single day. Um, yeah, and I just start to stir and just allow. So I'm allowing and tolerating relaxation and that's something I've never ever done in my life. And then I give it a bit and then I make a really nice breakfast so I love cooking. And then, you know, I have a bath and I get ready and then I'm kind of thinking about my day and structuring my day. And I tolerate calm activities, fun activities, relaxing activities and that's exactly what I need right now. Okay, so because I'm allowing and tolerating these things, whenever someone comes into my life and they're a bit chaos, uh, chaotic and drama, I won't tolerate it because it, it's too much. Because if I tolerate that one thing, I'm gonna tolerate another. Put it like this, I had that chaotic job with the parasite and then someone else came into my life who was very dramatic, there was always issues and she kept trying to come around my flat all the time and I was thinking, what? But I was entertaining her because I was entertaining the parasite. So this is what I mean. When you entertain one thing, another thing will come in of the same frequency and another thing will come in of the same frequency. And before you know it, you're stressed, depressed and anxious. So you have to start tolerating good behavior and then you'll tolerate more good behavior and more good behavior. I have never been so hard to get as I am now because I'm not tolerating crap, you know? And it's interesting, because when you're away from it, you can see it from a mile off what people's intentions are, you know? When you're a good person like me and you, right? People love our energy. We stabilize people, we calm people down. That doesn't mean that we don't have bad days either, and we don't get overwhelmed, and we need people to look after us too. You know, it's just that somewhere along the line, we've learned to subsidize that and, well, substitute it and put them first. And that's an incredibly nice thing to do. But we get to a point where we're really tired. And so take these methodologies that I'm teaching you with, well, showing you, and, um, you know, things like the path of less resistance, praying, pray, prayer is great. 
have faith everything works out always does always will you know and like i said in the previous podcast about being shoved out the way sometimes something bad has to happen so that you get out the way because you're bypassing all the little signals the nice signals you're ignoring them so sometimes you have to get booted out the way because you're dodging something everything is happening at the right time in the right space for the right reasons always but focus on your heart i cannot stress it enough the irony that i've got to stress it but i cannot amplify that need enough when you have a really good heart and you're really thankful and lovely and you lower that ego get rid of the ego then your life will change dramatically all right so i love you as always Mm.